Hi guys, welcome back to Just Curious Podcast. We're going to be talking about cancel culture today and a few other things, but before we get into it, we're going to go through two quotes and then our recommendations for this past week. Okay, so the first quote is, cancel culture ignores the fact that no one is perfect, yet it expects everyone to act as if they are. And the second quote is, the only thing people learn from being blamed is to become better at hiding their mistakes. Okay, so now we're going to get into our recommendations for the week. Um, This week, I think I have a lot of things that I've been doing or just getting into that I want to talk about. So I watched the documentary Athlete A. It just came on Netflix a week ago. It follows the story of... USA Gymnastics, Larry Nasser, and the women and young girls that he sexually abused while being employed by USA Gymnastics, and the whole cover-up story that happened. There was so much background information from what I remember reading about and learning about when this was actually happening, like back in 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels like it happened last year, but then when I was watching yeah. the documentary, it was like 2016. Olympics and then like only a couple years later so around 2018 were the actual trials I'm pretty sure that's the date but it feels like it happened last year and it was just so interesting so many girls came forward that we didn't know of I think I only knew the famous gymnasts that came forward or the ones that are now like really big in the Olympics but Mm -hmm. the documentary follows young girls who are just starting out in gymnastics who've been in gymnastics for years, like women from like decades ago telling their story because he, Larry Nasser was abusing young girls for decades. So yeah, it was a great documentary. That was the worst description ever, but go watch it. (laughs) Athlete A is definitely on my list, but I rewatched Parasite this past week, uh, which is by Bong Joon-ho, who has created some other really, really good movies. And I think a lot of people just are starting to realize that he created these other movies like Okja and stuff like that and realizing like what a fantastic director and writer he is. But regardless, Parasite, it's only my second time watching it and I saw it for the first time in theaters. I think this was actually when, I know I saw it alone i feel like this is when um the pandemic was starting because i remember it being like super oh like right after the oscars and everything yeah like right before everything shut down i'm pretty sure that's when i saw it but amazing actors the story is like actually insane like it's so ingenious though it's hilarious like um it's, it's such just, a great film. It's really great. And it's basically just about class and like class distinctions and like class warfare. But I mm-hmm. don't think, I think that's sometimes hard to see, you know what yeah. I mean? Because it's very like subtly put in there, which I love. Yeah. So I have loved that this past week again. <laughs> yeah. No, I've seen it three times. And every time I see it, I'm just even more amazed that somebody came up with this. Like, I could never think through this whole story and then all the the little things and all the mini connections it's i don't know crazy my next recommendation is the amazing race which i've been watching with my parents for the past month maybe six weeks now it's an old show it has maybe 29 30 seasons out 
Oh which is insane. Yeah, it's been running for a long time. I've never, I never heard about it until we started watching it because my dad heard about it from a friend mm-hmm. or something about it was referenced in the news or I don't know how he found out, but he was like, we should watch this show. And we are so dedicated to watch all 29 seasons. <laughs> it's the best show ever. It's kind of like reality TV show meshed with like adventure treasure hunt moments and then there's the drama of a different couple so basically there are 12 couples that go on this race across the world tens of thousands of miles they go to like 12 different countries and they have to do all these different obstacles and things on the way and it's just this race across the world so you see so much and it's kind of like you're traveling along with them and then of course there's the drama between the pairs so it's not just romantic couples a lot of them are mother and daughter or cousins or best friends or business partners with any kind of group of two people a pair of two people that want to do this and they race around the world for a million dollars it's so funny it's just so addicting it's so (laughs) addicting the personalities the people it's so raw and genuine and real, which I feel like a lot of reality TV shows aren't anymore. Mm-hmm. And I mean, maybe towards the end of the show, like it's 30 seasons now, maybe, you know, it gets more hokey later on. But right. we're still on season five, so we're really early in like mm-hmm. the development of the show. And it's just so interesting. Is it still running? Or is it like... Um, I'm not end? sure. I hope okay. it is because my sister and I have decided that we're going to do it. Okay, I was gonna say, I feel like you no, I want to do the amazing race. I just like not even for the money. Like it's just the craziest thing ever <laughs> to me. Like it's so cool. I love that. I sound like such a nerd, but I'm obsessed <laughs> with this show. I'm like not lying. And my sister, while we watch, we're like, okay, we're gonna have the train for a year. We need to know this, <laughs> this, this, this. Like we're That's planning awesome. out everything. Like what should we bring? Like because mm-hmm. you just have a little backpack. Oh my gosh. And stuff. So whoa we're so into it (laughs) i love that yeah i need to watch that because that sounds like just the kind of show i'd love to watch yeah if you're really interested in like travel i think too Mm -hmm. it's just so fascinating and also you're learning about the different cultures too because all the challenges and things they have to do um are based around the culture that they're in so it's really fascinating like you learn different traditions that cultures have and Uh things like that Mm -hmm. it's really cool that's cool So my next recommendation, it's kind of fake of me to say because I haven't actually watched it, but I know I'm going to love it. And it's Hamilton. We already know. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Obviously, I'm going to love it. Like I, so I'm just putting it out there. I haven't watched it yet because my dad wants to watch it with me. So I'm waiting till tonight, but it came out today. It's on Disney Plus. Everyone probably already knows all of this. But yeah, I just know it's going to be a favorite, so. It's you're going <laughs> to love it. Like I'm so I excited. <laughs> Hamilton is one of the best shows I've ever seen in my life and it's not overrated. I don't care who says anything. Mm-hmm. When I watched it for the first time, I was just like, "Oh my god, this is genius." Oh, yes. I'm it's just, just worried. So good. I'm worried because my dad is like, I don't want you singing along. And I'm worried that I won't be able to not oh, sing you'll, along. You, will, you can't stop singing along. <laughs> Every time I've seen it, oh I've been singing in the audience. Like, singing in the audience. <laughs> I can't stop. And my sister's so embarrassed. She's always like, you have to shut up. I can't stop. I'm like, harmonizing. 
you can't not do it <laughs> and you know all the songs so yeah you, you it's gonna be really hard yeah i love that i'm making um my boyfriend and i watch it tonight and he's not exactly thrilled about it oh no i think he thought i was joking when i suggested it i was like oh my god it's coming out today let's <laughs> like go crazy <laughs> and i don't think he understood that i was dead Being serious dead about serious it. <laughs> yeah yeah um another thing that uh, my boyfriend and i have been doing together is that we're watching all the marvel movies yes. in order of when they came out and there's 22 of them and i think we just finished with the second avengers no oh no 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 we just finished with captain america oh no i'm forgetting it's either um (laughs) we definitely watched the second avengers Mm -hmm. and i think we might have watched the captain america that comes after that and if there's no captain america after that then ignore that and we've just only watched (laughs) the second avengers that was really confusing but anyway i have so much to say about them but i'm not i'm gonna withhold my commentary until i've finished all 22 Mm -hmm. um but yes i have so much to say about it i've been taking notes like furiously while watching this um with him and i have just so much to say about it so um stay tuned for that i'm excited yeah Uh, you're inspiring me to start them because i feel like i need to i have friends that love that world yeah i'm just not really into superhero action movies same at all like it's just never been i'll watch one and it'll be like fine like it won't be like terrible i'll enjoy it but it's not something that i go out and seek Mm -hmm. by myself yeah um and he really likes these movies and anyway so it's it's cute because he's seen them all and i Mm -hmm. haven't so i'm just coming with um fresh eyes to it yeah Um, but yeah it's that's cute so my last recommendation is a book actually and it's educated by tara westover so it's a memoir so it's her own like autobiography her own personal experiences i think it's actually the first memoir i've ever read basically tara grew up in a family where most of the kids i think yeah four out of seven didn't have birth certificates because they weren't born in a hospital they don't have medical records they never attended school the father believes in like the end of the world kind of thing so they like stock food uh no this is true yeah this is a real story yeah it's a real story they have guns saved away basically they're like a fundamentalist like survivalist mormons in rural idaho yeah oh my gosh actually an insane story like i couldn't believe it as i was reading it i want to read that that's just the craziest story (laughs) you have to read it but then she like eventually gets educated i'm not gonna like spoil anything but it's just a really inspiring Mm -hmm. story and i highly recommend it to everyone yeah i feel like when it came out it was really didn't it get really well perceived yeah i feel like it it was a really popular book yeah i don't remember like how many years ago it came out but i think it's won like some awards and stuff like that Uh, yeah she's a great writer yeah yeah i feel like we have it in my house i'm gonna go home and take it off the bookshelf somewhere yes Um, i'm gonna (laughs) find it i want to read it um just quick updates on my yoga and ozark so yoga's been going fantastic i love it please do yoga with me like you guys 
like virtually <laughs> you'll be doing yoga every morning with me um i would love to hear how other people feel about yoga but i've been doing it every morning right after i wake up and before i mm. eat breakfast because i'm not super hungry in the morning but then right after it i'm like okay i'm ready for breakfast mm -hmm. um so just like 30 minutes but yesterday or two days ago i did this one yoga class on youtube Mm -hmm. And I could, my legs felt fine right after in the first day, but then yesterday, mm -hmm. I could not walk properly. Like, my legs were so sore. I stretched them so much. No way. So today, I oh just gosh. did, so I stretched a little bit yesterday just to, like, you know, keep it moving in there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, then I did another uh, yoga thing this morning, but instead, I kind of, chose to do more of a stretch yoga flow so mm. it wasn't as yoga intensive and but it helped stretch out my legs so it actually feels so much better but yeah I think sometimes I think I just overstretched a little bit yeah which is fine sorry no. I just have a random question do you know yoga with Adrian on oh, YouTube no. okay that's the only is person that I've yeah I like her that's the only person I've like done yoga with from a YouTube video. Mad Fit on YouTube. She is the first person I saw. She's a killer. She, okay, first of all, her workouts are insane and she has, she's so strong. She's the most insane body ever. But I just don't understand. Whenever she does a squat, she does them so low and I can barely bend <laughs> my knees. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> but she does great stretching like yoga videos. Oh my and, gosh, I didn't know that. Um, so today I did one of hers for like a nice stretch. Her videos are shorter, so I definitely moved on from them and do longer videos now. Mm -hmm. But it was a really good start to get into breathing and just like being with your body. She's mm -hmm. really good. Um, I cool. highly re recommend her. Just M-A-D-F-I-T. And yeah, I did one of Pamela Reefs. She's good too. But that was one that killed her. my legs. Oh, no. She's, she's like a fitness <laughs> guru, too, as well. But I just find a lot of random ones. Alu, alu yoga? Aloe yoga? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I don't it's know, a brand. I, I think it's aloe. Yeah. I think it's aloe. But um, they right, have yeah. a lot of um, yoga videos. Some of them are really hard. Super, super hard. Yoga gets hard, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it does, like, yeah. I was doing one video, and then halfway through, she was, like, standing on her head and I was like, there's no way, there is no way that I can do this as well. So that You're is crazy. an advanced move, yeah. Yeah, that's an advanced move. And it was intermediate. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yoga's been great. And then also, update on Ozark. Yes. It's the best show ever. You have to watch it. <laughs> it, like, it's just started speeding up. Mm -hmm. And it is crazy. Crazy. I can't explain. I... It's just such a good show. Every episode is so impactful. I think that's what I like about it. Some TV shows, it's overall really well done, but there's mm -hmm. some episodes that just kind of lack a punch. After every episode, I am like dying. Everything is so intentional in that show. Every oh, symbol that. that you see, everything mm -hmm. is so intentional and well done. And there's a purpose to every piece of dialogue. Everything they show you is so purposeful and meaningful mm -hmm. that you're just in this constant adrenaline rush like throughout the show because you're picking up on all these things. That's so it's, cool. It's great. Please go watch it if you haven't. Um, yeah. Cool. 
and then okay i have one more rack i have so many racks this week because sometimes i get worried i don't have racks so this week i wrote things on my phone throughout the week just to make sure i had things to say yeah (laughs) and because also i do do things but then at the end of the week i forget what was interesting to me on monday but i've been watching keaton milburn's vlogs every day or whenever i'm doing anything like anything chore wise or just work related if i'm going through a lot of emails or i just kind of want something in the background Mm -hmm. it's her voice is so soothing i don't really watch youtubers anymore i used to religiously wait for people to upload Mm -hmm. and watch something and i loved it but she's really the only youtuber i still watch i don't really go on youtube that much she also has a podcast called i'm into it which is a really good shout out to her i love her <laughs> i just i don't know i, I think you're I her biggest really fan think. honestly i am her biggest fan i'm like i'm dying while talking about her i don't know what it is but i'm obsessed with her <laughs> i can't like oh my god i'm embarrassing myself but no, i love it <laughs> she's just incredible i was really thinking about it before we recorded it i don't know what it is but she is so um i think maybe it's because she's a virgo she's just really thoughtful mm-hmm. and analytical about things and she's always organizing her life or talking about things really openly and honestly that it's just mm-hmm. like an energy i'm just attracted to and then because she's so organized and constantly like trying to better herself mm-hmm. that it makes me want to like do things so that's why i'm always cleaning while i'm listening to her or mm-hmm. going through emails and working because i'm just like constantly i don't know it's just like she puts that energy into the room yeah and then i'm like i'm gonna do something productive while i listen to this That's i don't know awesome. what it is no i love that i'm obsessed with her <laughs> <laughs> i love that so much so now we're going to get into the episode so like i said we're going to be talking about cancel culture which we all know what that is The idea that someone gets canceled for something they did or they said. And I feel like it most often occurs to celebrities. Um, Yeah. And I think the list of people that have been, like, so-called canceled is, like, endless. But the list of people that have actually faced repercussions because of being canceled is super short. Yeah, I feel like people don't get held accountable as much anymore for their actions but i have to say i feel like with black lives matter and i think this also started a lot when trump became president and the me too movement how Mm -hmm. social media has been able to well cancel culture came i feel like directly from social media yeah there definitely always was maybe a sense of that before but it really was created and kind of like a culture around cancel culture i feel like really formed and started on social media like i always joke like oh that's canceled or like mm-hmm. you know use that word as a way yeah. of joking about things that i don't like yeah. like oh that drink canceled <laughs> um <Yeah. laughs> but i think also I mean, I don't know how you feel about cancel culture, but I kind of really hate it. <laughs> I think a lot of bullying and stuff has kind of been justified in the name of canceling people. Mm. Like, I feel like in 2013, online cyberbullying was like a huge oh, thing. Oh, yeah. Remember, like, all those movies? I was just and, about like, to say. Documentaries about cyberbullying. Yeah. And, like, my parents would always be like, are you being cyberbullied? And everybody mm-hmm. was, it was, like, when that kind of started. Yeah. But I think that definitely has, like, calmed down a bit. But then cancel culture just amplifies that and makes it so much worse. I don't know. I think 
there definitely are situations when people need to be held accountable mm-hmm. and face the consequences of what they do, mm-hmm. especially if it's extremely offensive or racist or like, you know, really bad. Yeah. But I think a lot of times cancel culture is used in a not so good way to just spread hate. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like there's so much going on right now about cancel culture that we could talk about. I agree that, like, cancel culture is, like, almost, like, public shaming or, like, bullying. I think, personally, my biggest problem with it is it's just, I mean, it's a toxic practice because it defines, like, a person for the rest of their life. And I feel like Mm -hmm. it doesn't allow people, most of the time, to, like, take accountability for their actions and grow and evolve and learn from the past in order to be better for the future. And I feel like... We grant ourselves that, like, people who aren't celebrities. So it's like, why shouldn't we grant other people that same grace? But like you said, there are obviously some instances where, you know, they should be, quote, like, canceled. One thing that I noticed this past week is the difference. I don't even follow all, like, the YouTube drama and stuff like that. Oh, in the beauty community? The beauty community, yeah. Oh my goodness. Jenna Marbles, yes. how she handled her situation versus Shane Dawson. So, like, Jenna Marbles, yeah. she took accountability for her actions. She apologized for everything. And she. S- Wait, so what did Jenna Marbles do? Because I didn't watch that video. I only watched Shane's video. She did blackface at some point back in the day and something else I can't remember. But she decided on her own that she was going to step back from YouTube. She apologized for everything. It was very heartfelt. And then I felt like I didn't watch Shane's video, to be honest. But what I heard about it was that he, like, used excuses, saying he had, like, a traumatic childhood. Like, he blamed the person who did that stuff, which was him. And then he, like, victimized himself and, like, did all this stuff that, like, it was, it's not taking accountability. So I feel like in that yeah. instance, I don't know if canceling is the right word, but, like, Yeah. Yeah, I didn't watch the Jenna Marbles video, but I kind of heard that she left YouTube, and I really respected that. I think, you know, she's been on YouTube for so long. I feel like she's one of the first people that has been using it since, like, you know, the birth of YouTube. Mm -hmm. I thought she was, she just completely owned up to it and was like, there's no excuse. Yeah. And was like, I'm going to stop using this because if people are hurt, if I hurt people from this then I don't want it up at all exactly yeah and I feel like people don't really think about how it affects the people that watch it because Mm -hmm. I was talking to my friend and she said that she used to watch Shane Mm -hmm. and loved him like loved him but then whenever he posted a blackface video or things like that it completely just like as a kid like as a young you know preteen kid it's it totally messes with your head And, and she's black so I'm sorry I should preface it with that she's black so like watching this white man dress up in blackface and saying the m-word oh gosh and like talking in a black scent or whatever Mm -hmm. it's just so offensive and the trauma that does and like how you view yourself yeah and i feel like it's hard because again like shane's been on the internet for so long and i don't think he's a malicious or like like racist person but i don't think he's anti-racist you know yeah he's actively working on bettering himself i mean i don't know like i don't know him it's like it's really hard, hard yeah to judge uh, the thing about uh, shane's video is that he said that he was inspired by jenna oh yeah so he, <laughs> definitely wrong choice of words yeah. but i think with just the whole vibe of the video 
I don't know. It's a really hard situation, but it's more than canceling. It's like these videos shouldn't be up. This person mm-hmm. who like became successful, like he became successful off of these videos. Yeah. Like a lot of his followers followed him because he did that. Yeah. And so then it's like that shouldn't be on the internet. Yeah. I don't know. It just shouldn't be there. It's, I don't know. Like this is, it's like such a hard situation, but I also feel like with the rise of the Black Lives Matter movement, I think it's good because people are being held accountable. You know, with like the police officers using social media mm-hmm. to like put videos up of police brutality, or like when people say racist things in the park, you know, then you're, then you you lose your job. And I think that is right. I don't think these people should be in positions of power anymore. Yeah, I think I agree that there should definitely be like real consequences for people who are in power. And also the beauty community. What happened with the beauty community? Did you watch the Tati video? Okay, I don't know who Tati, Jeffree Star, I don't know any of those people. Okay, <laughs> why do I hate that I know this? Um, I used to be really interested in these videos. <laughs> but it, last year the whole James Charles scandal did you hear about that oh yeah kind of okay first of all i think it was just like so that whole thing was another example of cancel culture and how it's so toxic mm-hmm. because james was being like a little creepy and whatever mm-hmm. he shouldn't have been talking to like these men this way oh yeah but yeah he, he wasn't sleeping with anyone that he wasn't supposed to he mm-hmm. wasn't doing thing outwardly wrong he was just a 19 year old guy who's horny yeah like i and like so common. i don't think he should be canned yeah and like yeah like i don't think we should be shaming him for his sexuality and then also i feel like it became a homophobia thing oh really like oh this gay guy is flying to a straight guy's dms oh, yeah so that like i don't know the whole thing felt really like not good not I forgot about okay that. with me yeah but anyway so I feel like on social media, there's always somebody getting canceled today or tomorrow. Oh, yeah. And it's kind of exhausting. It is. Yeah. Like, things that I did when I was 14, I don't know who I was. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I did anything bad. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, I like, know what you mean. I can't even imagine the mindset I was in as a 14-year-old. Yeah. If you're finding videos from years ago, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's hard when they're, like, racist. Right. And it's, oh, did you ever learn? Yeah. But if you're doing something stupid or... I don't know. It's It's really hard to judge what is like offensive enough to be canceled Mm -hmm. for but i feel like if you are really young when the incident occurred i think you can trust maybe that this person has developed and is kind of different yeah than who they were 10 years ago yeah and like we you know like every single person makes mistakes and without making those mistakes we wouldn't grow into the people that we are today Especially if someone was constantly critiquing, like, everything we did. So there is, like, room to make mistakes. But it's, like, a it is a fine line between, like, what is too much of a mistake that, like, you're clearly just, like, a bad person or whatever it might be. Yeah. It depends on the situation. Especially for young people, especially with the rise of TikTok. Young people who are 16, 15, Mm -hmm. who are doing things to get canceled. They're 15. Yeah they don't know yeah i feel bad i'm not like i feel like an old (laughs) like you're 15 you don't know anything but you really don't yeah there's so much learning and growing to do Mm -hmm. i I don't know there this might be controversial Uh, (laughs) okay so do you know nessa barrett i've heard of her name 
So this is like she did two things that people canceled her over, okay. and I think these are two examples of things where she did something wrong. Okay. But one should have been maybe excused, and the other not. Okay. But I don't know. Maybe my opinion is also really biased about this stuff. But she made a TikTok dancing uh-huh. to the Quran. Okay. <sighs> And uh, she had no idea. I genuinely believe that she had no idea. I saw mm-hmm. the video after she had been canceled. And I thought it was weird because I didn't understand what the sound was. Mm-hmm. But I just had never heard it personally. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if I was somebody who actively was like part, like Muslim and like heard that, I would know. But I just honestly, genuinely don't think she knew it was that. Yeah. And if she did know it was that... She wouldn't have done it. Well, I guess that's my benefit of the doubt. Maybe she did know right. and, like, did it anyway, and then that, that's wrong. But I don't that's know. That's interesting. So then people yeah. were trolling her and posting, like, full hate on her. Mm. And like, I'm not a fan of her. I just kind of stumbled across, across the scandal. Yeah. And I was like, what is this? Like, what is going on? Because under all, like, the comments on her video, was so bad. Oh, no. And, and she's young, you said, right? Yeah, I think she's 17. And I'm mm. like, I don't think she knew but then again, I feel That's like hard, as yeah. a person on social media, you have a responsibility to know what you post. Exactly, yeah. So it's hard. Like, I should know what I'm promoting. Right. But I think just also with TikTok just blew up so soon. I don't think she had millions of followers a year ago. You know wow, what I'm saying? Yeah. But then she said something bad. They pulled up videos of her, like, saying the N-word <gasps> and talking about black people. Oh. That, I think, that, like, okay, yeah, she's canceled. Yeah. Like, And it was recently, too. Mm. But then I'm asking myself... Am I biased that I think saying the N-word is so much worse than dancing to the Quran? Mm, yeah. With the Black Lives Matter movement, I'm like, oh, that one's wrong. Right. But maybe, like, I don't know. I'm just trying to check my own bias here because I was really thinking about it. Why is one so much worse to me? Maybe one is worse because I could understand the I first I think that's mistake, what it is. I can't relate yeah. to the second. Yeah. Probably, like, if I was Muslim yeah. and I listened to that, like, I would be so offended. Yeah. Because obviously so it has a different I, you know, meaning to you that, like, not everyone in the world knows, but I think yeah. the N-word has been for such a long time a thing that everyone knows is, like, wrong to say. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. maybe, like, now people will understand that, like, the Quran is really a sacred text to Muslims. Yeah. And maybe that, going forward, it will be recognized as this at the same level yeah. as that word i mean i couldn't believe she did it like once i found out it was the crawl i looked at the video yeah totally that's crazy and i was like this is disgusting but i know the first time i saw it i did not know what it was at yeah all. and i just thought it was you odd. know how it has like the name of the sound did the sound have mm-hmm. the name no i don't i think it was like something that somebody had randomly oh, okay I'm not exactly sure. I think it was. I think it was honestly a part of the Quran that was put into a song that she was dancing mm. to. I'm not exactly That's sure. Yeah. So I think with cancel culture, I'm definitely trying to be more aware of what I think is cancelable. Cancelable. Mm-hmm. That's not a word. No, I, I think worthy so. of being canceled. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and stuff that isn't. But then I'm also trying to be more aware of why do I think something is worse than the other? Mm-hmm. You know. That's really interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah, but with the whole Black Lives Matter thing, I think cancel culture is actually acting in a very positive way. I agree. About calling people out because, yeah, you're ruining someone's life, but if somebody's been committing these offenses for years, Mm -hmm. especially people in power, and if they're, like, part of the problem, then they need to be gone. Yeah. No, 
I, I don't agree know. completely. Like, they should not be in that position of power. I don't think it means that they should, you know, have nothing in life, but I think it means that they are no longer, they should not no longer be in that position. Mm-hmm. I'm actually at all. wondering because, like you said, there's been a lot of backlash for like past actions, you know, people doing blackface, saying the N word, all that stuff. Yeah. But what do you think about like shows pulling certain episodes or like streaming services pulling certain movies? Oh my goodness. Yes. I was seeing this a couple, I think Scrubs did that. And I think like 30 Rock too. Yeah. Um, okay. So I think that's a really interesting question because as the drama theater person I am, I think, you know, there serves for there to be like continuity mm-hmm. in a show. If you skip an episode, depending on the show, if each of them, you know, each one relates to the other in some way. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, I'm, like, missing a gap. However, I think they should be pulled down. You do? Okay. Like, they sh- they should be taken down. Absolutely. It's like having a statue or a monument to, like, somebody mm-hmm. who, um, like, helped uphold slavery or was a racist mm-hmm. or, you know, fought on the wrong side of the Civil War. I just think that, you know, a young child stumbling on that, even, even if you're not young, like a a young impressionable child especially a person like a child of color and a black child so like watching your favorite show and then seeing that it's just so toxic it's like there should be no episodes on a tv um advocating for like being a nazi or like you know like i just think that it just should not be on air yeah at all i no i just think that it's just so wrong and it's it's like the performance of minstrelsy and being mm. like, well, if it's recorded in a TV show, it's different. It's not like it should. There should be no blackface in theater. There should be no blackface in film. And yeah, like maybe it sucks because maybe that was your favorite episode. Right. If that was <laughs> questionable, very questionable. But it's just it has no place in that platform. Mm-hmm. At and all. like things that were created in a different time period you know when mm-hmm. like that stuff was more not necessarily accepted but it was more commonplace i feel like that yeah. also presents a different kind of problem because i mean i obviously am like studying film so like i appreciate art and like it tells the story of the time it's in yeah but like you said there's some instances where like it's just straight up racist and while it reflects that time period it shouldn't i don't know it's really hard i like haven't decided i have another kind of question which is kind of similar to like the quran versus n-word thing where i felt like one was more excusable but maybe i shouldn't i have another thing okay so i just said blackface should not be on tv however like when i pair movies um breakfast at tiffany's Mm. the i forgot what his name is the there is an Asian man who kind of lives in the apartment building. Okay. And then, and is the stereotype given and put on him is so aggressively racist. And it's like actually terrible. Whenever I watch that film, it's, it really is like, wow, that is the worst thing ever. Mm. I forgot what his name is, but everything is, is just so magnified and racist and they make him talk they make him like sound stupid and dumb and kind of like the goofy clumsy stupid asian guy that talks in like a funny accent 
that's not even that's not even representative of a country that he's from or like heritage wise it's really bad and it's not done by an asian person it's done by like a white guy it's so bad so then i'm like well shouldn't that movie also not happen because you kind of like cut out the whole movie because he's in a lot of yeah. parts but then the film person in me is breakfast at tiffany's that's such an iconic film you know so then i would be hypocritical to not say that that should be that film should be canceled as well but then it comes to stand there's so many other examples like you said of films that represent a different time are we gonna not watch any of those films one thing that i always think of is like kids movies Mm -hmm. because especially like a lot of disney movies are they have like racist stereotypes in them Mm-hmm. You know, like, in Pocahontas, there's, like, the savages. There's a lot of things in Pocahontas, to be honest, but... Um, yeah, and that was, like, my favorite movie. Also, again, questionable. Yeah. I can't believe I didn't see any. Yeah. When I was a kid, I didn't see any of that. Yeah. Something that I read, actually, is in The Little Mermaid, you know, Sebastian, mm-hmm. the crab. Yeah. So, even though I'm Jamaican, I didn't really realize this, but he, when he's singing under the sea he's in a like typical jamaican accent Uh and that led a lot of people to believe that he was like stereotyping jamaicans to be like lazy because he's talking (gasps) all about like you know carefree all this stuff like all that stuff oh my god i know it's just crazy like the things that come out when you just like I don't know what it is. Like, maybe it's just the time period. Like, all this stuff is coming out that we, like, never saw because we were kids or we just didn't know any better and stuff like that. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's really interesting. And I I mean, to be honest, as, like, being half Jamaican, I have noticed as I, like, live longer or whatever, like, people are actually, like, really stereotypical with what Jamaican people are like. You know what I mean? People always be really, like, like hey, mon, like, you know, like, say oh, all those words. Yes, I didn't even say yeah. it right, obviously, but, like, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah. It's There's really also just like interesting. A, like, like a bad um, education on, like, what Rastafarianism mm-hmm. is, too. Like, most people don't even know yeah. what it is. Yeah. And then that stereotype is also imposed, like, all Jamaican people. That's really interesting. Have you kind of started exploring, like, your Jamaican um history more yeah i actually started like a few weeks ago because i feel like not that i was like pushing that part of who i was away but because i obviously like didn't grow up in jamaica like i didn't i just don't know Mm -hmm. that much about it but yeah i started looking into like culture and like traditions and like um patois Mm -hmm. and yeah it's really interesting like learning about all that history and stuff that i honestly frankly didn't know that much about but yeah i'm trying to like embrace that side of me more so yeah i guess that's probably why i'm like starting to realize you're noticing it yeah 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 that's really interesting Mm -hmm. i mean we've been talking for a long time but um i have one more thing oh okay this is a question okay so yeah do people well i feel like you've been talking about this a lot but do people deserve second chances? Are there some things that you can't come back from hmm. like within cancel culture? That's a tough question. I think... I don't even know the answer. I know. <laughs> My f- gut reaction is that everyone deserves a second chance. 
Yeah. I feel like that's what you're taught to say. Like, everybody yeah. deserves, deserves a second chance. Yeah. And I do deeply think that. If you were in their position, you would want a second chance, you know? Yeah. I would want a second chance. But, but. sometimes I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. I just because, yeah. especially with racism, I think maybe I'm just focusing on that just because that's so what everybody's talking about right now. But mm-hmm. there's just like, because it's so systemic that like, yeah. repercussions need to be made. Yeah. Like, those people cannot be in power anymore period but then it's also like they're people too but i don't know i'm in this stance where i feel like getting justice for 400 years kind mm-hmm. of is so much more important right but then also i think when you have young kids who are saying racist things or doing racist things do you cancel them entirely like on tiktok because somebody's racist yeah. on TikTok. like they shouldn't have a platform to spew that hate but also it's like do they know any better do they know any other? But also, like, can they grow? Like, right. that same person as a 40-year-old, what do they look like? What do they stand for? Who are they? You know? Yeah. And then also, I feel like with cancel culture, too, is that the repercussion is, like, you don't get your career. But yeah. there's no actual accountability. Like, does that person ever learn what they did was wrong? That, or yeah. do they just learn to hide it? Exactly. You know? I feel like that's the biggest problem with cancel culture is that people are just canceled. You know, we don't even see if they're... Like, they say they're sorry, you know, but are they mm-hmm. doing the work behind the scenes to actually, like, learn from their mistake and become, like, a better person? Exactly. But we'll never know if, like, all these people are canceled. It's a hard subject, I feel it's like. so hard. Especially, like, on the internet, you... I don't know, like, with apologies, like, Shane Dawson's apology, it's hard to watch apology online Yeah. for anyone. Yeah. Like, it's really hard. I feel like when somebody apologizes to you, being in the room, like, there's something about emotions that's very much felt when you're present. Yeah. I feel like in a room with somebody. Also, I guess if you're an actor, like, you're skilled to be able to show that, but mm. I feel like the general person, you're not going to be able to relate to them through a screen. Yeah. So, it's hard to tell if anyone's apology apology is right or, like, genuine how do i judge any of these apologies at all i don't think you can i feel like the only way you can is like if they after apologizing they do it again or they do something again i feel like that's when you're like okay obviously their apology was just for show it was just to save their back you know like jenna marbles she apologized but then owned it took accountability and Mm -hmm. was like i'm gone yeah and that's where i was like okay this obviously is real because this is her career yeah (laughs) like yeah this is how she makes money if she leaves it it's because she like sees that she's part of the problem yeah and she wasn't she said she wasn't like pressured into that decision by anyone like she made it on her own and i think that is like such growth yeah and i feel like people respect her so much more for that yeah exactly like if i walk past her on the street it wouldn't be like ah yeah yeah i hate you yeah i definitely really respected that yeah Um, but it's hard to judge anything even with the petty drama like in the Mm -hmm. community with tati or like shane's video or anybody else's like apology on the internet it's so hard to judge yeah it's like so i don't know and that also definitely plays into uh, cancel culture too yeah i do feel like though I mean, I don't even follow those people, but I feel like I have heard their names pop up so many times. So, like, my first instinct is, like, they should all take accountability and, like, not engage in, like, a public space because it seems like they continue to do problematic things. Yeah, like, just do better next time. Yeah. Like, how about don't do it again? (laughs) (laughs) And then you don't have to apologize. Yeah. 
yeah um yeah I my dad always says where there's smoke there's fire mm. and I really do believe this like yeah even if Shane Dawson's not responsible for the James Charles scandal or people were saying that like him and Jeffrey like pressured Tati this is like stupid petty drama oh my gosh. but anyway I'm just using it as an example like even if it's a he said she said situation so even if Shane's like oh I'm not involved in this but Tati's like he is and mm-hmm. him too I feel like they're all kind of evolved in some way like they all had their own little part in it yeah. somehow and maybe it's not exactly what Tati's saying or maybe the truth hasn't exactly come out correctly yeah but there's something where they're all involved yeah and that's kind of how I feel about all drama in general and you know like you said earlier Social media is such a huge part of cancel culture, so it Mm -hmm. makes that information that much more accessible. You know, you can watch these videos and, like, the whole world can see them or, like, everyone can read these tweets or whatever it might be. Brings, like, another level to cancel culture. Yeah. Yeah. I think what's really positive about cancel culture, I think... You know, it does foster a lot of hate and bullying. But mm-hmm. like I said earlier, with Black Lives Matter and also the Me Too movement, yeah. I think people are being held accountable. Like yeah. Larry Nasser and Ashley yeah. A that I saw. Or like Harvey Weinstein. Yes. Or Weinstein. Oh my I, gosh. I can't do that. Yeah. He actually, like, faced repercussions. Yeah. And I think more and more people, like, if you're caught on video saying a racist slur mm-hmm. or, like, calling the police on your black neighbors, mm-hmm. which actually happened. Yeah. You know, or the police brutality is, like, the officers. Yeah. We have their faces, and you'll be held accountable. Yeah. And even if, you know, I feel like the power of social media and young people are, like, actually helping make a change and, like, yeah. helping the officers get arrested. So I think that yeah. is really, really positive. I completely agree. I think social media, like we've said, has its pros and cons, and I completely lost my train of thought. Oh, this is so random, but I'm getting into true crime. Yes. If any of our listeners <laughs> like true crime, can you please, like, comment on our next Instagram post, a show to watch? You don't have to, obviously, but <laughs> I really want I really want to watch more. Yeah. Um, Keaton, the girl I mentioned earlier... Uh, Keaton Milburn, she, like, really likes true crime, so she's always recommending things. Um, but I want, like, a comprehensive, like, list of things for me to watch. Okay, next. I actually have one. Because always... You do? Yeah. My dad <gasps> oh my told me about it, because he knows I love this stuff. So, it's, um... Sorry, I'm looking it up. It's an Australian serial killer. It's an Australian serial killer? Yeah. And what is it called? It's called... It's called, like... Sorry, I'm trying to load. While you're loading that, I saw there's an ad on Hulu or HBO, HBO, about the Golden Gate Killer. They're making like, a documentary about him. <gasps> I'm so ready for that. And I am so excited <laughs> to watch it. <laughs> like, I have to watch. I don't know what it's I called, but I know it's, like, happening. Yes. Wow, that made me so excited. It's called, like, Maliat or Mal... Sorry, this is so annoying. It's a, Is it a documentary? Yeah. How do you spell it? I don't... I just know it starts with an M. It's on Amazon Prime, though? Yeah. Okay. Maybe one of our listeners will know the name. Maybe. Also, guys, down below... I don't know if you can do this on Spotify, but Mm. if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, and we're gonna have a whole link tree thing, so it's much easier for you guys to listen to us on the platform that you prefer. So if yes. you like Spotify or Apple Podcasts or there's like Google Play or something like that, 
there's like all these different things there's like eight different places where our podcast is mm-hmm. so if one is easier for you we're gonna have all that set up but i'm pretty sure under apple podcasts you can leave a review yeah our podcast and we would love for you to review our podcast yes. obviously you want five stars but give whatever you think is best and also feel free to um dm us with anything questions and email us if you have any questions or things that you want us to talk about in our next episode Mm -hmm. at justcuriouspod at gmail.com our instagrams are olivia messiah and lay fits and our podcast instagram is justcurious.podcast so yeah check us out on all those platforms. Have you found it, Lay? No. I'm so sorry. I t- okay. I'll find it, though, for next time. It's okay. We'll find it. We'll all look for this Australian <laughs> serial killer on Amazon Prime that starts with, like, a ma. Yeah. Ma, ma, ma something. something. <laughs> ma something. Amazing. Great. Okay. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.